This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. At thy feet, in the bonds of love we meet. Hear our voices, we entreat. God, defend our free land. Guard Pacific's triple star from the shafts of strife and war. Make her praises heard afar. God, defend New Zealand. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil, for you are with us. Your rod and your staff they comfort us. Greetings, this is Harry. I represent the Reformed Church of Hastings, being one of the Reformed Churches of New Zealand. Our place of worship is 1234 Howard Street, Park Vale. You know, you're most welcome to join us in worship every Sunday at 10am and also at 4.30pm. Do join us. God of nations, at thy feet, in the bonds of love we meet, hear our voices we entreat. God, defend our free land. Guard Pacific's triple star from the shafts of strife and war. Make her praises heard afar. God defend New Zealand. Greetings again in the name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Well, Cyclone Gabriel has brought much tragedy and havoc to Hawke's Bay and other parts of the North Island of New Zealand. We extend our sympathies to those who have lost loved ones. May the comfort of our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, bring you comfort in your grief and loss. Many people have lost property and livelihoods due to the extent of the flooding. May the Lord grant you strength and courage to move forward. Now, there have been crises ever since the history of man. There have been wars, massive earthquakes, Fires, storms, cyclones. When we go back to October 1962, the world waited, seemingly on the brink of nuclear war, and hoped for a peaceful resolution to the Cuban Missile Crisis. This crisis was avoided. Praise the Lord. We have nuclear annihilation capabilities on our doorsteps, even more so today. Let us go back again to the year 
1999. The date is December the 31st. The world was doomed. It was a time when the whole world was going to a halt. The Y2K monster was going to attack and devour the world. Millions were spent in upgrading computers in anticipation. Planes were thought to drop out of the sky. They were rescheduled. Some people panicked. We filled our baths. We bought extra supplies of water and tinned food, etc. Remember Y2K? It's not talked about much. How quickly we forget. It's interesting how we fear the things of this world. But you know, when we really should be fearing the Lord God Almighty. Yes, 1999 closed without a hitch and we entered the supposed new century with renewed strength and a new vision. We were determined that this was going to be a new era. We were entering a new age. People were excited. We had our resolutions worked out. We decided to go and stand on hilltops, on mountains, on beaches, taking our picnic hampers and our champagne and our beers with us and wait with great excitement and anticipation at the arrival of this new day and new year, a new century, a new millennium. Those of us who stayed at home watched the event on television. Technology allowed us to travel around the globe at the flick of a switch, as people around the world were as excited as we were. They too were looking forward towards a more peaceful world, The celebrations were an emotional outpouring of merriment, dancing, festivities and fireworks. Well now, you remember, there we were, on the hilltop or at home. The sun crept up slowly over the horizon on that new morning. Our hearts stopped. Is this it? But alas, has anything really changed within the past 20 plus years? Have wars Shootings and massacres stopped? Has hunger disappeared? Is there full employment? Are there no more murders or no more violence? Has the abortion rate dropped? Has morality changed for the better? No, I don't think so. You know, do we remember what the word morality even means? In this new age, the new millennium of of hope, we looked forward to, it seems to me, that we need a new direction in this new age. Now let us change gear here to a more positive tone. You know, the sun actually comes up every morning, and if you are up at that time of the day, you can see the marvels of God's creation. And it's folding, unfolding before your eyes. Every day brings a new, fresh start. So it is in our lives. We too can start a fresh start every day as we look to the Lord God and reflect upon our lives and see that our lives are not turning out the way that we would like. We need to look to the Son, the one who has arisen, but arisen with healing in his wings. And that is Jesus Christ, especially those suffering under the latest weather event. You know, we are seven or eight weeks into this new year. And what is going to be our goal for the coming year? What resolution have you decided on? What new plans are you hoping to achieve? Maybe a new car, a new house, a new job, or 
maybe do something about that problem of addiction like smoking or drinking or eating or maybe to love your wife or husband more or spend more quality time with your children. Maybe show more interest in others instead of self and try to listen more. Well, friends, that resolution list for the new year could go on and on. But the most important thing you could do next year or even this year, while it is still called today, and that is to get to know the Lord God Almighty, Creator and Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth, Creator of mankind. He made this creation around us for His glory and for us to enjoy and to acknowledge Him and to give Him the glory. A most important concept we must wrestle with is God, is God, who He says He is. What is He like? How can we know Him? And yet the moment we finite creatures attempt to understand the infinite Creator, we find ourselves at a complete loss. For what we are trying to do is comprehend the incomprehensible. Fortunately, God has not left us to struggle in ignorance. He has revealed much about himself in the pages of the Bible, his word, and also in his beautiful creation. The places to go for answers to questions about God is the Bible itself, for it is God's word to his people, God's word to us. In Psalm 19, the first verses speak of his creation. There we read, The heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech, night after night they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Friends, people, God is telling us in Psalm 19 that to know about him, we need to do is go to his creation. He is telling us to open our eyes and look at the world that he created. For the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies shows his handiwork. Day and night they reveal knowledge to the ends of the world. That is, to everyone in the whole world. Therefore, human beings cannot ever plead ignorance of the Lord God, since he never ceases to give a revelation of himself in his awesome acts of creation. God's creation tells of the greatness and majesty of our God. It tells of his justice and judgment, his perfect wisdom, his goodness. Stop for a minute and think of what God created in six days of creation. Everything we know and see was created by the Lord God. Everything yet to be discovered by man was created too. So much of what we see around us and that which we take for granted is an awesome manifestation of the Almighty God. It is He alone that has accomplished this great work. Praise the Lord, we have such an amazingly great God even in the face of personal trials, of disasters, storms, cyclones, earthquakes, those who mourn, those who are depressed. In Psalm 9 we read, 
I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. I will tell of all the wonders. I will be glad and exult in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O Most High.
an example of God's marvellous creative work. Think for a moment about the humble bee. When it locates a sweet food source, it remembers its position, flies back to the hive and with a series of body movements will tell the fellow members of the hive which direction and how far the food source is. The bee doesn't use landmarks or a road map. No, they have an inbuilt geographic positioning system. Have you noticed the absolutely perfect geometry of a beehive? That six-sided shape is the most economical for the bees, honey production. There is absolutely no wasted space. Yes, God thought all this out. How about our own bodies? How beautiful and intricate they are. They are a marvellous piece of engineering. When we get behind a powerful microscope, we get to see the intricacies of a normal household fly, its wing system, its tiny hooks that allow it to sit on windows without slipping. When we get behind a powerful telescope, we get to see the vastness of the universe, the moon, the planets and the endless stars. Friends, we sincerely pray that your hearts are not darkened and that you do see something of the glory of God in creation. There is more to this story, though. To be able to see God clearly in his creation, we need faith. We need to put on the glasses of Scripture. That is, we can read creation more clearly if we do so in the light of God's Word, the Bible. Let us go back to Psalm 19. There we read, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. 
The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. To be able to see God in his creation clearly, we need faith in the Lord, Jesus Christ, and there is no other way to finding out about him than through his word, the Bible. Faith in Jesus Christ opens up a whole new world. It means that we can see God's creation for what it really is, an awesome witness to the power of God. His creation, his beautiful creation is shouting at us. So let us in turn shout joyfully to the Lord all the earth and serve the Lord with gladness and come before him with joyful singing. Now this gospel, this gospel message Gospel means good news of Jesus Christ is shared with you every second week on this broadcast. This good news of Jesus Christ is also proclaimed every Sunday in churches here in Hastings and around New Zealand and around the world. Grab hold of this good news of Jesus Christ and believe. And then with the eyes of faith, you will be able to confess with all believers that all I see teaches me to trust the Creator for all I do not yet see. Let us take a moment in prayer. O Lord of heaven and earth, almighty, sovereign and holy, you reign over this world. Let the nations tremble. We praise you, O Lord, and give you thanks, for great is your love toward us and your faithfulness endures forever. We pray that you may guide those listening today to open your word, the Bible. We pray it be your will that their lives may be changed, that you may give them eyes to see and ears to hear and understanding that they may acknowledge you as the one true living God. Lord, we ask for forgiveness where we have been unfaithful to you and gone our own ways. We ask for mercy in the name of our Saviour, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has brought us new hope through his death and through his resurrection. Let all the earth exalt your name and worship you, for great is your love and great is your power to rule as our Lord and King at the right hand of God the Father. Lord God in heaven, we come before your almighty throne in humbleness through Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask that you will encourage us through the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask for those who are despairing, for those who see their future as bleak existence. Will you open their eyes to the truth and open their ears to the good news that Jesus Christ has taken all our burdens and our worries and our cares? Lord, we pray for those facing financial hardship, those who have had their livelihood threatened, their homes destroyed and crops devastated. We pray for those who see no hope, those who intend to take their own lives. Lord, deliver them out of their despair. Give them hope. Give them Jesus Christ. Give them new direction. Lord, we pray for those under the curse of addiction, alcohol, drugs, Lord, set them free, unshackle them, show them there is hope and freedom in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for families. There are those, Lord, in our country intend to destroy the family unit. Guide them to the truth, your truth. We pray for the prisoner, the prison inmate. Lord, we pray that you will deliver them out of their mental prisons. Remove their guilt that is only possible through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
Lord, we pray that they may walk out of prison as totally free men. We beseech you, Lord, to turn this country around to save us from a slippery, immoral slide that it is on, that your people may repent and turn back to you. We thank you for this opportunity to proclaim your word on this radio program. And will you bless the other Christian programs on this station? And ask that men may be encouraged to step forward boldly and proclaim the good news and freedom that you give us in Jesus Christ. We ask this only in the almighty name of our mediator between God and man, our Savior, our Messiah, Jesus Christ. Amen. I would like to thank you for tuning in today. The Lord willing, we will be back in two weeks at this time here on Radio Hawks Bay. Today's message will be repeated next Sunday at 1 p.m. If you wish to comment, our number is 876062. Now several coals on a fire burn brightly together. But put them to one side on the hearth and they grow cold and the fire goes out. It is the same with Christians. You need to gather with other people who are also on fire for God and his truth. And as you worship and serve together, you will experience the fellowship, the joy and the fruits of belonging to the kingdom of God. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and grant you his peace. And that peace can only come through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ declares to you today, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Well, you know, troubles and trials do and will come into our lives. In the New Testament, we read, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. If any one of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So when troubles come, do not fear, do not run, hold fast and keep on believing. Lift up your eyes, have faith. The Lord God knows our problems. He knows the state of despair that we are in. Knowing that, we can praise God from whom all blessings flow. Though trials will come, don't fear, don't run. Lift up your eyes, hold fast, be strong. Have faith, keep on believing Lift up your eyes God is at work in us Molding and shaping us Out of His love for us Making us more
This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.